Welcome to episode 4 of the My Chesters podcast, and let's just jump right in. I need to get my license. I'm 22 years old without a license. You can even make fun of me because it's embarrassing for me and everybody involved, but especially me. But oh my god, I need to get my driver's license, guys. This is not good. I'm 22, and I'm just having anxiety. Not that I've never been behind the wheel. I'm just afraid of like hitting someone, getting hit, because I have anxiety. Because, you know trauma and uh, i just need to get it i need to i will literally this is a psa i will pay somebody i'll literally pay someone to help me drive if you want to teach me how to drive you're confident behind the wheel and you live in the michigan area i know i got friends listening to this i will pay you to help me drive i just have anxiety about it when i get behind the wheel and then sometimes i do fine then one time i had to pull over because i like panicked my sister was in the car and it was not good but oh my god I want it to. I want it so bad. The freedom. I'm talking like I'm 15. The freedom. When I get to roll. I'm 22. But I'm working on it. I've been saying that since high school. Oh my god. It's just the anxiety. It's, honestly, it's gotten so big. The anxiety of it. It's probably worse than even what driving is. So that's just... That's just step number one. I can't even do anything in my life till I get my license. And like I said, you can make fun of me for it. I don't even care... Honestly, maybe bullying me into my license would work. I don't know. But I need to get it. That's all I do know. Because I really need to get it. <sighs> can't be having friends drive me around. For, can't be using Uber. I mean, those Ubers are expensive. and There's no public transfer. Maybe I'll just move to New York City and get like a job so I just never have to learn to drive. Just go on the subway. You know, where they took the benches out so the homeless can't sleep. Because, God forbid, a homeless person sleeps. And I remember a woman on Twitter talking about male privilege. And saying that um, it was male privilege that homeless men are more comfortable sleeping on the streets. Because they're with their friends and they're safer than women on the streets who have to sleep in shelters. And while I'm not saying that male privilege and all that stuff... and. But that's not the real, that's not the best example. The homeless man under the bridge with his buddies in a tent. That's not really, if you're trying to prove some sort of gender inequality in America, the homeless people in tents, you know, with a pack of cigs and heroin, probably not your best. And by the way, that's a stereotype about the home. I'm not saying they all have heroin. So, some of them do, I'm sure. We gotta open this country back up. Can we start there too with like California? Cal, I don't even know what California is doing anymore. I mean, you can't even scream on a roller coaster anymore in California, so everyone's gonna choke on their own vomit. We gotta open the country back up and get people back into Applebee's for dollar margarita night, or they're gonna get hooked onto opioids and shoot up heroin. I mean, those are like the three options I think that most people are left with at this point. It's been a year. This was not, guys, what we were promised. We were promised two weeks to flatten the curve. A month, I think most people were even fine with. Now we've reached the point of no return. Um, And that was not, look, that was not what was said to us. It wasn't so no one could get the virus. It wasn't so cases wouldn't rise. It was so over, hospitals would not be overwhelmed, right? And now it's been a year, about and we're still in the same, not in the same spot, but some states are, like, I don't even understand what they're doing 
anymore. And I don't think this is about a virus. I think a lot of it's about, I mean, if the government really cared about our health and give us Medicare for all, that'd be on top of their agenda. If they really cared about us, they really cared about our families, which they don't. But I think with like some of these companies that make the vaccine, like it's not anti-vax to get a vaccine that took less than it took Avengers Endgame to come out. Like that doesn't make me anti-vax. Okay. It just doesn't. And people will, if you, like, talk about the lockdowns in a negative light, and guys, it's gotten to a negative place, the, the effects of all this, it has. You have the highest rates of drug do- uh, drug overdose and suicide in uh, multiple countries. Around the world, it's, it's gotten, like, you cannot just keep doing this, okay? You cannot just keep locking people down, because um, the mental health is... is really suffering and i'll give you an example like last summer i had to go somewhere at u of m hospital to deal with something i'm not gonna get into detail it was supposed to be two groups of eight and we were all struggling with something but it was only one group of four because covid and everyone's all focused about covid but there was 12 other people who needed help and couldn't so it's like where's the and and if you say anything against it this is the response you get from unhealthy people they go you want to kill my grandma Okay, no one said that, alright, but what you're doing is you're attacking the character of the person, but not the actual argument. People do this all the time, especially when you get in, like, political talk, like, if you go, hey, I'm pro-choice, because I don't think the states should be the ones who decide, like, what happens there, and I think it would be, and I think there's other ways to prevent abortions, like, you can't even get through that entire monologue without someone going, you're going to hell, you're a bad person, or if you go, I don't know about COVID, lock, you can't even get halfway through that dialogue with someone going, you want my grandma dead, you're going to hell, you're a bad person. And then they'll like, and then you got people yelling at each other, they'll be like, the pro-life crowd wants to kill grandma Barb, and then, I mean, it's really like, people gotta stop doing that, stop attacking the character of the person, and just focus on the argument, and everything else. But people can't, because they're too stupid, so that's their fault, that's not our fault, guys. These are people who are not well in the head, so to speak. Not so to speak. They're just, like, fucked up. They're so, they're so far gone on either right-wing propaganda or left-wing prop. I mean, there's people who are walking embodiments. I've seen it. Who just sit in front of their TV watching Fox News and letting it melt their brain. Or watching CNN and have the COVID death count tracker and letting that melt their brain. Turn the fucking news off. Okay, go talk to your wife. Your husband. No wonder your marriage is going into the gutter. You're too busy having an affair with Sean Hannity. It's like hell. You ever laughed at a funeral? I did once. It was an accident. I was at my friend's grandma's funeral, and I'll tell you the reason I laughed is because the priest went up there and started saying the Hail Mary, and this is basically what he sounded like. He goes, Hail Mary, full grace, the Lord, with thee, blessed thou among the blessed through thy womb. Jesus. And I couldn't stop laughing. I literally could not stop laughing. It was one of the funniest things. I had to remove myself from the situation because I don't want to be disrespectful to the dead. Because then they'll come back and they'll haunt you. And you don't want that. But no, he literally... I'm grateful to the Lord. Bless thy womb. Bless thy womb. Jesus. And I just couldn't control myself. But laughing at a funeral is tough. Because those aren't really fun. I hate funerals. Ugh. Especially like when your grandma or grandpa or like somebody you know dies. This is basically what, like, you get. How's school going? 
Oh, you guys were close. I bet you missed him, right? Did you have good memory? Did you get to see him before he died? It's like, stop, stop, stop. I'm not testifying in front of Congress. Leave me alone, okay? I just want to sit and eat a sandwich that somebody brought from Jimmy John's in the basement of the funeral home and talk to my friends. I don't need you grilling me about how school's going. It's not going very well, thanks, okay? My mom, though, goes to, like, a ton of funeral homes because she has, like, a lot of friends and then their parents. But she'll just, she goes to funeral homes like someone goes to the grocery store. She'd be like, yeah, I'll be home at 7. Just going to stop quick. Uh, so-and-so's dad passed. She'll just hop at a funeral home. I mean, she goes, like, all, and I go, I used to go to a lot. But ever since, like, my grand, I'm just not into it. I mean, no one's into it, but except for my mom. I swear to God. Like, she's not even afraid of dying. Like, I'm afraid of dying. She's, like, excited because she gets to go to heaven. And she's been waiting for that forever. I'm not even, I'm not even trying to rip on her or be mean. But, like, you talk about dying with her. And she's like, I just get to go to heaven. And you're like, okay. But, uh, you won't be here. And what will I do? Um, but she's just, like, ready. And she wants us to just, like, shoot, like, cremate her and shoot her off as, like, fireworks. That's really what she, that's what she wants. So her, her funeral's gonna be a, a rager. My funeral's gonna be a rager. Vodka shots lined up. Party hats. Stripper. Possibly. But not at a church, because that's disrespectful. But no, I don't want people, like, going crazy, like, sobbing at my funeral. Because that's just, like, depressing. You know, have some fun with it. Play the pod. Show a movie. Play some games. I don't know. Snacks. Snacks for everybody. Cater. Cater. We're going to have fun with it. Do you think Helen Keller wrote a book? I'm actually wondering. Because I remember they told us that in, like, grade school, middle school, that Helen Keller wrote a book. And she was, like, deaf, blind, and mute. I don't know if they did that to motivate the dumb kids. Or if it is true, which I'm skeptical of. But if it is true, then some of these other people... I mean, my friend took eight hours to write, like, three pages. It's like, what are you doing? Put some pa- put some words on paper, bitch. All right, he took... It literally took him eight hours to write, like, three pages. I remember sitting in OCC and having to have, like, a half-hour class about how to use a comma. I'm like, holy hell, we're losing it. But I don't know. I don't know if she... I think it was just a motive, like, a big motivating tool. Like, hey, all you dumb kids, someone who couldn't see, talk, or hear, do anything, wrote a book. We need you to be able to spell truck right on the spelling test. Okay, I just pulled something amazing up. Because I was thinking about movies that I cried like a little bitch. Marlene Me was one of them. I was young. But then, have you ever, um... Have you ever seen Brother Bear? Because I cried about that. But I am on this thing. Brother Bear was a tough movie. Because he, like, turns back into a hunter. And then he's got... God, that was emotional. But I'm on commonsensemedia.org, which is reviews for Marlene. The only reason I looked it up is because I remember there being a lot of swearing. But there's kids reviewing this. And it says, parents, be careful. This is from teen, 13 years old. This was only written last or two years ago, January 12th, 2019. It goes, parents, be careful. You would think from the cover of the film, it looks very kid-friendly. But don't be fooled. Throughout the movie, there is, all caps, loads of talks about, in quotes, sex. And there's even a scene where it shows a couple having sex. (laughs) Oh, boy. Someone um, wrote at 12, 
I think what I really would have loved this movie if there wasn't so much sex, both on and off screen. John and his wife, well, you know, I covered my eyes because I didn't want to see that. Oh my goodness. I wonder what the parents wrote. I don't know if these are actual kids writing this or just like parents writing as kids. Um, beware if you think this is a family movie. Within the first 20 minutes, there was enough sexual references and bad language to embarrass my kids. I will say this. I do remember it, and it was PG, but there was a lot of sexual references and, like, a ton of swearing. It was really weird. I sometimes wonder about movies like that. It's like, should we show those to kids? I don't know. I have so much, like, pain in my body. Like, I really do, but I'm one of those people, like, ignorance is bliss. People are like, don't you want to go to the doctor? Check it out. Like, you could have a tumor in your shoulder. I'm like, I'm good. When I die, I die. I'd rather just not know and then be like, hey, you're dead in two months. Then, hey, here's two years of treatment and such and such. I'm not even talking about, like, anything. I'll get, like, a pain in my side. I'm like, is that a kidney problem? I'm not going to go check it out. Once my kidney decides to go, that's God's time. It's not my time. You could drop dead right in front of me. I won't save you because that's God's plan. It's not my plan. You don't mess with God's plan. That's what they always say. God has a timeline. So if you start choking on ramen and we're, you know, together, you're on your own, right? I don't mess with God's plan because he knows I do not know. But yeah, I know people committing as we speak unemployment fraud. Yup. I'm not going to go into crazy detail. Someone I know explained how to do it. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but wow. That's bold as hell. I would never do that. I'm too afraid of the IRS coming after me. But to just do fraud at the, our age, like white collar. I, honestly, they're taking my advice. It's like low-level white collar crime. And I don't know if they're going to get caught or not. But that's like wild times. Just like... Just to commit crime like that and just be like, yeah, I did it. Here's how you do it. Let me teach 40 other kids how to do crime. It's like, wow. Not all heroes wear capes. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm just too afraid. If I had no chance of getting caught, I'd probably do it. But it's not like a ethical thing for me. It's just like I don't want to end up in federal prison because I did unemployment fraud. <laughs> that would be tough. You're in there with like murders and like rapists and... Just like heinous acts. And like, what did you do? Like, I stole like two grand from the government. And now I'm here for six months. Please don't do anything bad to me. Oh my God. Like, I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Little kids to me, I've talked about it, are just so funny to me. Like, I remember, they'll say like the wildest thing. I remember tossing the ball with this kid and I threw it to him and I threw it too low. And he didn't catch it. And he literally screamed at me like in front of his mom. He goes, hey. Don't hit me in my privates. I mean, this is the type of thing that little kids will do. I mean, they'll just... He licked the inside of my mouth once. He was always just like, will walk up and just lick you. Do like the weirdest stuff. But no, little kids, like once they learn the word privates, they won't stop using it. And they think like everyone's after them. It's like, no, I was so paranoid when I babysit. Like, I don't like to do anything like in the bathroom. Like, you're, that sounds like a we issue. That sounds like a you issue, my, my four-year-old dude. Like, I'm not going to help you. They won't pay me that. No, I'm just kidding. I do want to work with kids one day. I think it's going to be so fun when it happens. Like, some people look at you like you're crazy, but I've talked about it. Like, I like working with kids because it's, like, fulfilling. And I don't want to sound like I'm better than you, even though I am. Um, 
I'm kidding. But no, it's fulfilling. There's like a lot of like empathy. Like empathy is a big thing that I think is lacking in this world. Like if you really want to get serious. Like I know someone who bullied someone like basically out of a job. I was like, whoa. And it was embarrassing. And it was mean as hell. But she, like some people just lack basic empathy for anybody. And there's some people who think that's like a quality trait. They're like, I'm a strong, independent woman. It's like, you're really just kind of a bitch, actually. Like, no one thinks you're strong or independent. Trampling over people's feelings and emotions with a total disregard for that is not strong or independent. That's actually a sign of someone who's very insecure and weak in who they are. But no, I just think it's going to be... And especially kids, like, it's the most vulnerable of society. Some of them. And I just think it's going to be awesome one day. And I'm excited. I'm actually excited to go back to school. I took the year off to deal with some stuff. And I didn't want to do everything online, but everyone told me I wasn't going to go back. Like, I'm ready to go back. So everyone, everyone's like, you're never going back, bitch. And I'm like, I'm going back next year. They're like, you're not going to want to go back once you, you leave, dummy. And I'm like, okay, I'm going back. Like, leave me alone. Stop telling me what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do, ho. Just real quick, quick break, and then I'll go back. Um, follow me at Bluet Pod. That's B L E W E T T P O D on Twitter, and the My Chest Hurts podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm trying to make a YouTube thing, I think, but um, it's My Chest Hurts. The hurt is all caps, exclamation point by Dan Bluet. B L E W E T T. Thanks, guys, for listening. Appreciate it. My, f- my friend one time said that a sneeze is like a mini orgasm. I just wanted to throw that out there. But I just went downstairs and got a tr- chicken shawarma. Oh, I love this shit. It reminds me of a story. Uh, at work, someone left their card, and it was a business card, so I called the business, and I was like, hey, so-and-so came in and you know left their debit or credit or whatever. This is what I get. They go, don't give it back to her. That car was stolen what oh my god now i'm like doing like csi stuff she came she came back in asked for the card i told her that they told me it was stolen i couldn't give it to her she started screaming at me trying to get back into the back to get the car this is what i said i put my arms up arms up whoa she was i was i didn't want any anyone to think anything i was like i'm not being physical I'm not putting my hand, but you need to back up, please. I need you to back up, please. I mean, I... <laughs> but, um... It was pretty wild. You know? I've been fired from a job. Yeah, I got fired from a greenhouse that sold plants. And I actually saw him. He came into where I work to get food. And I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but you fired me. But I definitely deserve... I did no business being there. I knew nothing about plants. It was so goddamn how hot in that greenhouse i was sweating my balls off it was only spring sweat everywhere dripping off me people would spend like eight hours there it seemed like i would see like the same couple in there for my whole shift just looking at plants the husband looks ready to just like run into traffic but i knew nothing about it and i did not want to be there like at all so he told me he's like hey he let me go early, and he's like, this is your last day, and I was like, okay. Like, I knew. I didn't even argue. There's no point. I just saw this. 
per NYS law, with the exception of bacon, if any component of a sub is heated, it automatically makes the sub into a hot sub and cannot be purchased with EBT, which is like food stamps and government assistance. Wow. It's a law that poor people can't get hot subs. I'm so glad we're focused on the right things in this country. Not police brutality. Not the fact that people die of medical bankruptcies. Not the fact that we just bomb the Middle East for no reason. But poor people getting hot sandwiches is what we need to pass laws against. We're, we're fucked. This country's going to shit. Okay, it's third world shit. This is failed state stuff. I mean, if you watch the presidential debate, that was failed state. If this, if that presidential debate or anything really in this country was happening in like, you know, Colombia or was happening, if any stuff in this country was happening in like a, a foreign country would have gone in there with the CIA and overthrown them to install democracy. I mean, dude, this country is a joke. Poor people getting hot sandwiches. That's the line. Don't do anything about guns or climate change or healthcare or education or passing COVID stimulus. But poor people, if they have a hot sandwich, God forbid, we got to put an end to this. We got to take the subway out of the train station and we got to kick people out. It's like, oh my God. This is what we're focused. We're so fun. We're so boned. Like, this is not going to get better. They say the economy is going to collapse by like 20. We have the largest wealth distribution because of COVID. You don't think that was like purposeful? I mean, we are going to hell in a handbasket. I've, I've never understood people's ire against like the homeless. Like, you're punching down. You do realize that. Like, when you shit on homeless people, you are punching. Like, I don't know what you think you're doing, or you think you're better, but you are punching down, and you're a loser. It's punching downs for losers. Okay. Like, at least punch sideways. At least punch fair. But why shit on, like, the Like, who cares? Okay. Who cares if a homeless person uses the 10 bucks and buys cigarettes? If I was on the fucking streets in a, and I had a blanket and a sign that said, help me, I'm a U.S. vet. And I wanted to go buy a pack of cigarettes with the 7 bucks someone gave me, I would fucking go do it. Who cares? Why we, like, everyone's so judgmental. But no, hot sandwiches is the most important thing. Or I've talked about it, but they're abusing food stamps. It's like, that's your big concern. Okay, that's what's gonna like. Are the politicians in this country are looting it basically? Like all politics now is this huge like taking taxpayer money, funneling it back to the rich and the politicians, and then voting every four years for someone who won't do anything to help us because they literally couldn't give two fucks. But we're worried about hot sandwiches and food stamps. Let me repeat that: hot sandwiches and except for bacon, apparently. But you can't get a hot sub. If you're homeless, because that's just going to throw the entire economy overboard. I mean, give me a break. Give me a fucking break. But everyone loves to shit on the homeless. Or It's just weird. I just think it's weird. I think you're just like a dick, kind of. Like I've said, you're not, like, most people are closer to that than they are to being 
part of the 1%. That's for damn sure. People just can't see that. It's like the same people who are like, immigrants are stealing our jobs. You're a, you're a secretary in a dentist's office. No one's taking your job. You barely have a degree. Okay, you answer the phone, you schedule appointments, Tammy. No one's taking your job. Okay, enough. I hear that all, they're stealing our job. You don't even work. You're a stay-at-home mom. You live in the suburbs. What job? They're going to take your kids? What are you talking about? But everyone's like, ire is always directed towards the little guy and not the people like actually in power or the power the powerful and it's really weird to me at least that's a law that's not even like i'm pretty sure this is new york that's not even like the business person doesn't want to sell like hot sandwiches to poor people like that's the fucking law you have people who like if you try to give away food like you've seen this where like they'll just like chase homeless people away from the dumpster it's like what are you doing is this really that important, okay, to protect a muffin or a bagel or whatever the fuck you just threw out? I don't know. It just upsets me. I think it's just ridiculous. Uh, I think that's all for today's show. Um, like I said, I try to keep these between... I mean, this one's under a half hour, but we got some good stuff. I'll be recording with some friends soon. Um, try to switch it up a bit, but I'm just trying to put as much material as I can and remember... Please follow me on Twitter at BlueettePod. That's B-L-E-W-E-T-T-P-O-D. Subscribe and download on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you guys can. I really appreciate it. And I uh, really appreciate you guys listening and uh, thank you.